Chapter 30 of Going His Way Little Talks to Little Folks by Reverend Gerald T. Brennan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Chapter 30 The Cat That Couldn't Count. Buttons was a large gray cat, a cat without a home. At one time, Buttons had lived in a firehouse, but he didn't live there very long. Of course, the firemen were very kind to him, but Buttons didn't like living in a firehouse. There was too much noise, too many bells, bells that rang in the night so that he couldn't sleep. Buttons wanted to get away from the firehouse. He wanted to be free. He wanted to see the world. So, one day, Buttons disappeared. Buttons ran away. He ran away from home. At first, Buttons liked the idea of being free. He could go wherever he pleased. He could do what he wished. But it wasn't very long before Buttons found out that it wasn't so nice to be without a home. He found out very soon that people weren't too anxious to feed him. There was many a day when he was hungry and had nothing to eat. There were nights, too, when it rained. Nights when it was very cold. There were many a time when Buttons wished that he were back at the firehouse. But the cat was proud too proud to go back. One day, not so long ago, Buttons wasn't feeling very well, so he went into a lady's yard and fell asleep under a large tree. And what do you think? While Buttons was sleeping, a bad boy threw a large stone and hit the sleeping cat. Well, that stone hurt plenty. Poor Buttons. Oh, how his back hurt when he tried to walk. Yes, and his foot hurt, too. Buttons was in terrible pain, and so much pain that he began to cry. Just then along came another cat. He was a stranger to Buttons, but he was very kind. "'What's the matter?' asked the stranger. "'Oh, a bad boy hit me with a stone,' cried Buttons, "'and he hurt me.' "'You'll be all right in a little while,' said the stranger kindly. "'Take it easy and don't worry.' "'Take it easy and don't worry.' Buttons didn't like to hear those words. "'Listen, chum,' said Buttons to the stranger, "'I can't take it easy, and I can't help but worry. Somewhere along the line I lost a life.' "'You lost a life?' asked the stranger in surprise. "'What do you mean?' Buttons felt that he had met a friend. "'Lie down,' he said, "'and I'll tell you my story.' The stranger drew near to Buttons, and he lay beside him. He opened his ears wide. The stranger was ready to hear Buttons tell his story. "'People say,' began Buttons, "'that every cat has nine lives. Every cat lives nine times.' The stranger nodded his head. Yes, he, too, had heard that every cat has nine lives. "'One day when I was a kitten,' said Buttons, "'a lady tied a piece of ribbon around my neck.' I didn't like the idea, but I had to wear it. Well, I met a police dog, and that dog called me a sissy. That was too much. I became angry, and I talked back to that police dog. What happened? Why, in no time, that dog chewed me into bits. He killed me, and I lost my first life. The strange cat shivered. Now he knew why he didn't like police dogs. That's not all, said Buttons again. My next life was spent on a ship, riding the sea. It was a hard life, a dangerous life, 
One night we got caught in a terrible storm. For six hours we fought hard, but finally the ship went down. Eighty-seven men and myself were drowned in that angry sea. That was the end of my second life. The strange cat's eyes almost popped out of its head. He wondered what Buttons would say next. Buttons was silent for some time. He seemed to be thinking. Oh, yes, he said finally. I must tell you some more. You know, all cats are curious. Well, one time I was walking through a field and I came across a trap. I knew it was a trap, but I was curious. I wanted to see how the trap would work. I touched the trap and something snapped. I was caught around the neck and I couldn't breathe. Yes, the trap choked me to death, and that was the end of another life. Curiosity had killed another cat. Suddenly Buttons began to cry again. He cried and cried as though his heart would break. Finally, he stood up. He looked straight into the eyes of his new friend. Oh, I'm all upset and I'm worried, said Buttons. I started with nine lives, but I've been careless and I've lost count of them. Now I don't know whether I'm living my eighth life or my ninth one. The strange cat nodded his head. He agreed that Buttons had a real worry. Was Buttons living his eighth life or his ninth one? Perhaps this was Buttons' last chance. Buttons couldn't afford to be careless. Well, children, like Buttons, you can't afford to be careless. This is your last chance, your last chance to save your soul. You won't have nine lives to live. You have only one. You have only one chance to save your soul. You must save your soul now. You know what you have to do in order to save your soul. You must pray, go to Mass, go to confession, receive Holy Communion. You must keep God's laws. But when are you going to do these things? Don't get the idea that you can do all these things just before you die. You may not have a chance to do these things just before you die. Don't take any chances. Say those prayers now. Go to Mass and confession now. Receive those Holy Communions now. Keep God's laws now. Every single day you should work to save your soul. Children, God gives everybody one chance to save his soul. This is your chance. Don't be careless. Save your soul now. End of chapter 30 End of Going His Way Little Talks to Little Folks by Rev. Gerald T. Brennan